Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Join Jessica Smith on The Like a Girl podcast, where she defies odds, shares inspiring stories, and empowers women to embrace their inner leaders. Tune in for a transformative journey. So as I mentioned, I took the entry-level sales job, and it was definitely quite the, let's just say it was a humbling experience after reaching the level of success that I had with direct buy and just loving what I was doing and just starting all over is ultimately what it was starting all over and being in a foreign land the whole idea of a massive company so many people so many businesses and ultimately just a a different culture and so of course you know me i only know one thing to do and that's just to pray and believe god's going to make a way so I start this job. Will is going to barber school. And I remember day one when I started, I had a a great manager. And now that I'm thinking about it, probably the best leader that I've had in the six and a half years of being gone from direct buy. She was, we were just, we're just cut from the same cloth, let's just say. Um, And it helped, of course, she was a Libra and we just, we just hit it off. We hit it off in the interview, which is another reason why I just knew that I had the job. Now, remember, my interview process was based upon being her peer. It was based upon a people leader. So I thought. And we just really hit it off. And I was looking forward to working with her. But it was still nice working for her. So... For me, that was, we were off on the right foot. And she had shared with me the culture in which I was entering. And it really did align with the book that I had read, Never Eat Alone. But when you learn something, you don't really know until you're in it and you're like, oh, okay, that's what they meant 
when they said that or, oh, okay, now I see. So, you know, I've read this book multiple times now because I really learned something different by connecting the dots after the fact once I go back and read it. But she set me up for success. She really did by just sharing with me the culture and understanding that it is really going to be about you building a brand for yourself and connecting with the right people and relationships. And she's like, you know, you hear about that. It's all about who you know or who knows you. And, you know, when people said that to me and when I read it, it just sounded crazy because coming from not just a sales org, you know, coming from the place, the culture at Direct Buy was nobody knows who you are and nobody cares who you are unless you're a superstar. It's just that simple. And so my strategy at Direct Buy was every room I walked in, it was about how can I outperform the room? And every time I did that and every time I was successful, that was my brand. And when people called me or if we were at a conference or a summit and they came up to me, they didn't care. Hey, who are you? What's your name? Or small talk. They know exactly who you were because they saw your picture and your numbers in byline and they had one question. How the hell are you doing it? We want to know. Share your secrets. So that was kind of what I was brought up in, that environment. And so this was just, um, it was very different. But you know what? I took Yvonne's word. Uh, that was my leader. Uh, and and I, I took her word for it. She seemed to be someone who knew what she was talking about. And I trusted her on that. So that really set me up for success to start that mission with, all right, I got to make sure that these people know who I am. And now I'm not saying that I didn't have to perform because you can't build a brand and build relationships and then be a lazy loser. Let me let me just be clear. However, the name of the game is not based upon performance. Okay? So I only have so much energy. And if I spend all of my energy with my head down and just outperforming the room, that ain't going to work. It doesn't work. I talk to people all the time. It just doesn't work. So I think I have a good strategy. And my prayer at this time every day is just, Lord, put me in the right rooms, put me on the elevator with the right person. I I was going only up to the, I think it was the third or fourth floor, but listen, if it's a short ride, that's okay. As long as I'm in there with the right person to make the right connections, that's all I can ask for. And just give me one shot. Just give me one conversation and they're going to know who I am, where I've been and where I'd like to go. So 
But I'll tell you what was on my mind day one. (laughs) I'm just going to be real. What was on my mind day one is, who is this fool that got my job? Seriously, I'm like, I, and listen, maybe it's just my uh, ego, pride, whatever the case may be. I want to put eyes on the man or woman that got my job because at this point, it's like this unsolved mystery. And I'm just like, something's not right. It doesn't make sense. And who I think is Judge Judy that's like, if, if it don't add up, if 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 the if the math ain't mathin', it's because it ain't so. So I'm like really curious on who got my job. So I just remember being on that mission to figure that out. Now, it wasn't hard to figure out, right? Because I am working in the same place in the same department in which the job was in, it was also the West Coast. So that was a big part of the conversation, which is the leadership position, the team that I would be leading led West Coast. And I remember them asking, is that okay in terms of the time difference? Um, But one of the advantages was that you know, people in California and those of you that are in California, you know, you different. It's it's different. And whether it is dealers or um, Silicon Valley engineers, uh, just like anywhere else, you know, people in different parts of the country, they have a different culture and they do business differently. They think differently. And so that was part of the interview process is that, you know, I shared with them how coming from Chicago to California we really had to learn the difference of, you know, what that customer looked like from a standpoint of how people think differently. And so that was something that they were really excited about. And I said, in time difference, and, and as a matter of fact, the hiring manager, like I said, called me back and he said, you know what? One thing um, I want to ask you that, that didn't come up is um, the time difference, you, you know, in the difference in being in um, Atlanta, this would require you to work later. And I just wanted to make sure that that was okay because I know you mentioned that you have kids. And I said, listen, I've been working this direct buy schedule for almost 20 years, sir. And this direct buy schedule, this is like retail hours. I mean, you work until 10, 11, get get the right engineer in front of you, be there till one o'clock in the morning. And we work on Saturday. So you just talking about Monday through Friday, a little later in the evening, not a problem, sir. He's like, oh, perfect. Glad to hear it. Exactly what I hope you say. I mean, every signal of you are hired, you got the job, it was all there. I knew I had it. So I remember trying to figure out, okay, so who's who And who's the leader to the, you know, so I'm asking questions. And so finally I asked around and someone told me that, oh, that guy over there, he's the new manager for the West Coast territory. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm just 
observing and it was probably a couple weeks later that I finally got the opportunity to have a conversation with him. And a nice guy, I mean, he's cool, we're cool to this day. Um, But, you know, I'll just say blonde hair, blue eyes, male was the description. So obvious polar opposite of me, right? So I remember asking him. Now, remember, he doesn't, he didn't know nothing about nothing, who I was or any of my background or history. And I said to him, so um, how long have you been here? And he's like, oh, no, um, not long. I said, um, Where, where'd you come from? Like, what's your background? He said, I worked at a, I want to say it was a Honda dealership as a sales rep. I said, oh, okay. And he said he, I think he said he knew someone and got into Cox and hadn't been in his inside sales role very long. And I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and um, actually wasn't even thinking about this position. And someone just approached me and asked me out of nowhere if I wanted to apply for the position. And he said, I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, and I got it. I was surprised. He's like, but, but I got it. I said, that's wow. That's, that's interesting. I said, have you ever led a sales team before? He said, no. Uh -uh." I said, not here at Cox or anywhere. And he's like, no. And I said, wow, that's, that's interesting. So, I left that conversation and I was like, okay, this is still weird. And in the later weeks, I come to, actually, no, I take that back. Not in the later weeks, in later months, I come to find out that my leader at the time would be filing some, um, some sort of suit against the company for uh, discrimination. And actually I'll circle back to that because I'm, I'm now recalling something really important in my story. And I can't believe that I was, I was, I was about to miss this. So I found that out. I I found that to be weird. Um, and it was again just just an unsolved mystery, which by the way, I hate unsolved mysteries. Um, I always I'm like, there's that FBI agent in me that um wants things to just sometimes make make sense. And so about a month after I start, now remember everything that I've been through, everything that has transpired up until this moment. I'm finally here working this job, making this change. And I actually started to like the job because it just kind of reminded me, it kind of took me back to my roots. And I had no idea there, there really wasn't a great training program per se especially for someone who doesn't know the automotive industry, okay? 
And trust me, I'm not, I'm not complaining because they gave me a shot. They could have said, well, you have to have automotive industry to be able to do this job. So super thankful that they said, you know, we're going to give you this opportunity, but you're going to have to learn. When I got in there, it was like, okay, figure it out, which truth be told, that's where I thrive anyway. So I'm talking to dealers and my territory is really like Northeast and I have these small independent dealers that I'm calling up trying to get them to buy and sell cars at the auction. So I'm like, okay, I got to get my talk track together, figure that part out. And I said, okay, I get the goal here. And what I know is it doesn't matter what you're selling. You just, it's a numbers game. And I don't understand why it's so difficult for salespeople to get this. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that you play the numbers game. And whatever you don't know, whatever you need to learn, whatever you need to get better at, that's how you do it, by doing it. And so I'm knowing that, again, I'm on autopilot, outperform the room. I'm looking around and these people, now some of y'all were in that room, don't get mad. You know I'm telling what God loves, that's the truth. They spent the whole day watching movies on their phone. I'm talking about handful of phone calls. And the leader in me, I'm looking around asking people like, I'm sorry, sir, what are you doing? And they're looking at me like, I'm sorry, ma'am, who are you? And you are not my manager. It just like, I couldn't believe it. So I said, okay, this is an opportunity. And I can't remember whatever the quota was of phone calls to make for a day. I'm sure right off the bat, I was doubling that. Now, to be fair, a big part of that was, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. They might've been having meaningful conversations. I was not. But what I knew is that to outperform the room in anything that I did know, which was playing the numbers game. So I'm just banging through phone call, phone call, phone call, phone call. And I remember that all of the guys, there was a lot of um, dealers that I was t- that I was talking to who were complaining about selfies. And some of them were, I mean, in in the boonies in different areas, they had really thick Southern accents. And a lot of times I couldn't understand. I used to joke and say, you know, I went from having to learn in Silicon Valley, like uh, people with thick, like Indian and Asian accents to learn what they were saying that now I got to learn another language and it's that Southern twang. I couldn't understand what the hell these guys were saying. So I'm like, why every time I talk to someone, they are complaining about selfies. And why are these guys sitting around taking pictures of themselves? Like, if you don't like the way you look, stop taking selfies. I mean, this is, this is true. This is hysterical because that's how much I had no idea what was going on or what they were saying. Turns out these fools were saying sale, like the auction, sale fees, the fees that they were paying, not selfies. So I, I, I use that example a lot because 
um, this is how uh, foreign this land was and how I had to learn. And I just figured it out. And I said, I'm going to find one thing, one thing that I can sell. And I'm just going to pitch that same thing over and over and over again. And I'm just going to just play the numbers game and if everybody's making 25 calls, I'm going to make 50. I'm going to make 75. So that was my strategy. And so right off the bat, I was able to stand out as, all right, they knew my background. I would have people like ask me, why are you so dressed up? And I'm like, why are you so dressed down? These are the clothes that I have in my closet. And the real th- the real story was, and I don't have money to go out and buy new clothes. So this is this is what I got. This is what I'm wearing. But I used to, you know, say things like, "Well, I was always taught to, you know, dress the role of where you're going, where you want to be, not where you are." So uh, it was just a, a bunch of that type of stuff that I did right in the door. Okay, and here I was. I don't even think it was a month, month and a half after starting this job. Everybody comes in and there's an email sent out and everybody got one of two emails. Either your email said, go into this office or you got the email that said, go into that office. So everybody's like, now these people obviously know what's going on because they've been in this environment and know the signs. But I found myself in this room and there were probably, I don't know, maybe like 50 employees in this room and the senior director of the org and HR. So there was a point in time where everybody was in the room by themselves. And I'm like, okay, based on the rumblings that I'm hearing, I'm looking around, everybody's like, what's going on? And I said, well, I think all of us in this room have something in common. So I I, I don't know, but it appears that this may be a layoff. Well, it certainly was. And as, you know, they explain this is what's going on and the business and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to speak with everybody individually. Um, One woman just tears up, begins to cry. Another guy's like, oh, my God, we have a new baby. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the senior leader I was a little surprised, but she's just super uncomfortable, which as I think back actually surprises me because that's, that's not her uh, MO, but in this meeting, she was super uncomfortable. People were saying things, they, they, and nobody, nobody was saying anything as far as leadership. And it got so uncomfortable for me that I just looked over at the senior leader and the HR partner. And I said, do you mind if I share a few words? And she was like, 
by all means, please. And I just looked at everybody and said, listen, we all, all of us here have one thing in common. That is that we haven't been here very long. I, I haven't been here but a month or so. And I think that it's obvious that the company chose us, not anything personal. It's business. And nobody feels good right now. I said, but I want to share something. I can assure you that I got something that feels a hell of a lot worse than this. Try dedicating your entire life, everything that you do, sacrificing time with your children, your family, almost 20 years of your just grinding for a business that you were building because you knew it was going to be your own. A business that you were building that was going to be your family's legacy. A business that you were raising your children up in hopes that they would carry on the business. And in one day, you wake up and you go to work and that is all gone. And not just is that that's all gone, but you have no freaking clue what you're going to do because that's all you know. I can assure you that that feels worse than this. Find a way to just be thankful. And what you will find is that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's a reason for everything. Just trust the process and you'll land on your feet. And then I said something funny that made everybody laugh. And I remember the HR partner, Roxanne, I remember just, she just had this smile on her face where she was just like, oh my God, thank you. Like, you know, well, I got laid off. And again, I'm thinking, what the hell? All of this. And then I take the little job for the little change. Why the hell did they hire me to just and 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 again I had to I had to take my own advice and I understood and after you know talking with a few of my mentors, it's like it's just business. And when you have big corporations, that's just strategy. So the more I thought about it, the more I shared with mentors who knew more about this environment, you know, they they further explained to me, and this is another reason why it is so important that you build a brand, that you build a network of people that are going to mention your name when you're not in the room. Now, I understood the assignment, but damn, give me time to complete it. I'm, I just walked in the door. So I called Will and I said, 
you are not going to believe this. I don't have a job. It's like, what do you mean? I said, I got laid off. You got laid off. How you get laid off? You just started. Exactly. Well, why'd they hire you? Exactly. And so, I mean, it, it was even crazy to him. Y'all already know what I did. I came home. And first I cried. And then we prayed. And of course, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's actually perfect because when I am just so down and so, I don't know that I ever remember a time that Will and I were just down and defeated together. I don't, I don't even know if, I mean, I'm sure that happens in some marriages, but you know, it takes a lot for either of us to just get down and defeated. But when one of us are down and defeated, the other one is there to lift us up. And I just remember him saying, God, God's got us. God's got us. Don't worry. We'll be all right. So one thing I will say is that I was impressed by the severance package I was given, the support of resume writing, interview prep. I mean, this can sound crazy, but they, 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 in my opinion, they do pull out um, they, they they roll out the red carpet when they lay off employees. And I, I respect that. I think that's great because again, it's, it's, it's business, it's strategy. And it's, again, it's just an opportunity. You know, I can easily look back now and say, it's just an opportunity to grow your faith and to give God the glory for having your back when it just seems like everything's gone. Every time I think I know exactly where I'm going, it goes away. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Lead Like a Girl. We hope you found today's podcast valuable. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback is crucial in helping us continue to provide high quality content. If you found the content inspiring, we would like to encourage you to share this podcast with your network. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories and leadership insights on Lead Like a Girl. Until next time, lead with passion and purpose.